This week on We Need to Talk, Philip, Oprah, Eddie, Kanye, Kim, Kelly, and of course, TJ and his final. <laughs> All right. Good morning. Good morning. I don't know why you're laughing. This is a solemn moment. I'm holding up my beer for Prince Philip. Give a little respect to the 99-year-old man. Did you know that that was his favorite drink? (laughs) No, but I think it's hilarious that the mug you chose to honor him with is a New York Yankees beer mug. (laughs) It was a frosty beer mug this morning. Listen, he didn't see the New York Yankees beer mug, but I was shocked when I read that that was his favorite drink. Obviously, he's not not as classy as the queen. I thought he would be a gin drinker like his wife. Right. But they said that even at formal dinners with the Italian prime minister opening up $1,000 bottles of Italian wine, he's like, could I have a beer? See? Royals, they're just like us. 99. (laughs) Good job, Philip. So do you think that the queen is going to go fast now? I mean, she's been with Prince Philip her whole life. No, I don't. You think she's still going to keep on going? Long live the queen. Yep. I feel like she's so sad right now. Oh, of course. It's like over 70 years together. I know. And through everything. It's crazy. We also, I mean, not comparing to Prince Philip at all, but I can't get the song out of my head up in here, up in here. I've been singing it now for 24 hours. DMX died. The first thing I thought of when I heard that news is that song because you and your husband <laughs> sing it a lot, especially when we're out. Well, you <laughs> so should I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be great because they're going to do so many more DMX tributes that now you guys are going to be in your glory. <laughs> I've been singing it straight for 24 hours. <laughs> I knew it. Oh God, it's been rough. Yeah. DMX, terrible. Well, it's been a crazy week. Not much in the land of TV this week, but I did get to see Oprah Winfrey's interview with Eddie Murphy on Apple Plus. Did you get to see it? I didn't. And to be very honest, I didn't even know about it. I feel like I'm down such different rabbit holes lately between the Yankees and now I have a FanDuel problem because I keep betting a dollar every day I'm going to hit a home run. <laughs> so I have to do my research and then I'm obsessed with TikTok and then I'm obsessed with, with now- the Kardashians. We'll go back I to mean, that. There's, yeah, there's just so many little rabbit holes that I've been down all week. Yeah, well now, I mean, we'll talk later about your gambling problem, but <laughs> but Eddie Murphy, I think we spoke when Coming to America 2 came out. You and I had said that he has a thousand kids and he's laying on the couch. I mean, he just confirmed it really with Oprah. He has 10 kids and he lays on his couch and, and he said, and this is what I'm obsessed with, he has not left his house. Now he's been outside in his backyard, but he has not really left his house since last March 9th. So March 9th, 2020 was the last time he left his house. So obviously people are doing all of his shopping for him. (laughs) I know. I I almost want to say like, that must be nice. Yeah. He doesn't have to go to the supermarket. (laughs) He not left his house. I guess someone comes and cuts his hair. But it was a really good interview and he's great. And she's obviously great. I learned that he's going to be on tour. So a stand-up tour next year. (gasps) Really? Yeah. So that's going to be a hot ticket. One of the best 
best, best things I ever saw was when we saw Eddie Murphy Delirious. I know. I remember you saying that. I never got to see him, so I'm really excited. He is the best. Yeah. She was showing clips. I I had like a personal laugh because do you know that the first movie that my father ever took me to was 48 Hours? It's so not a kid-appropriate movie. (laughs) No, it's not. He has no clue what he was doing. And we sat in this movie theater and I just remember he was looking at me to see if I'm reacting. I had a chuckle when they played a clip from 48 Hours. If you guys haven't seen it, it's on Apple Plus. Everyone loves Eddie Murphy, so it's definitely fun to see him. I think Um, the funny part about Eddie Murphy in an interview is he's nothing at all like any of his on-screen characters. He's so quiet. He was very serious. Yeah. So funny that that you can be that funny and that big and bigger than life and then be so quiet and smaller and shyer. Yeah. So he's an interesting guy. He's amazing with his 100 children. So we had a new episode of This Is Us this week. Yes. Which I said this last week and I'm going to have to repeat it. I don't know how they wrap this all up for me in one more season. I just don't know how they do it. But- Okay. And you said, and I agree with you, if there's anybody that could do it, it's This Is Us. I have a ding on them for this week's episode because there's a whole section of the show where Jack and Miguel are planning Jack's proposal to Rebecca. Right. And they're putting together, very cute, the carnival in the apartment, and they're doing all this cutesy stuff to decorate the apartment. And they say the term side hustle which is a now term. I don't think back then, what was it, the early 80s when they got engaged? I don't think Um, you used the term side hustle in the early 80s. Oh, I didn't even catch that. I did. Of course you did, but I didn't. Well, I DM'd them and told them about their Oh my God. (laughs) That show is so on point. They don't miss a thing and you have to DM them. Well, in my DM, I said, listen, you guys are the best. Great writing. You guys know what you're doing. I just wanted to call it out because I really don't think anybody said the term side hustle back then. Of course, when nobody I, has responded. <laughs> when I pointed out to you how Kevin didn't have his license to get on a plane from Canada, <laughs> you didn't say a word. You didn't feel a need to DM them then. But side hustle gets you in a DM mode. <laughs> that got me DMing. <laughs> Oh my God. Anyway, I thought the best part of the show, and this is why I keep saying, I don't know how they're going to wrap it up. So in the end, and everyone is looking at the magazine where Kevin and the ring and the proposal is on the cover, it shows- right, He's this- on like People Magazine. Right. And it, it's- and he's up in the corner with Madison and it says the Manny puts a ring on it or something like that. And so you see in the episode, first of all, nobody picks up People Magazine at a newsstand anymore, but okay, fine. You see all these different people getting their People Magazine and picking it up. And who do we see? Get it. The three X's. Yes. But I thought- Kevin's three exes, but the last one was the one true love. And her face looked a little like, I don't know. It looked a little like, I wish it was me type of face. I feel like that was done on purpose. And it's giving like a little foreshadow of what's to come. Wait, you mean Sophie? Yeah, that was the last one. Yes. Okay, yes. We're, all, okay we're on the same page. Yeah, yeah. I, yes. Okay. We don't know because if you remember correctly, in the flash forward, we know that he's not with Madison. Right. This is what I mean. How are they going to wrap it all up for me? There's definitely going to be rapids. Trust me when I tell you there is going to be rapids. 
All right. Well, <laughs> this is us. So I, I guess have we- so much faith in their finale. I trust me. I really have this great feeling that the This Is Us finale is going to be one of the best finales ever. You're just kissing their ass because you already pointed out that they <laughs> you DM them on their mistakes. <laughs> Speaking of mistakes, man, the Real Housewives of New Jersey, there's one mistake after a next in that show. What is happening? I think that the Melissa and Joe thing is a little bit of the show making it up, don't you think? Or you think it's real legit? I don't think it's legit. I think that it's definitely a scripted thing. Or maybe it was something like they are having problems, but not those problems. I mean, so what happens is they're all out. Everybody's going to leave. And Melissa walks away from her husband first, goes to the van first. And Joe goes mental that she didn't walk with him. Now, it could have been that they're all very emotional because it's the grandfather's celebration of life. Okay, fine. But then it goes into this crazy tirade and how much attention he needs and all that. So, yeah, I kind of felt maybe it was a little contrived, made no sense, very out of character for Joe. That's just not his way. But I don't know. I think he's been portrayed in the past as being a little old school, as you would say. Right. You know, the wife home, cooking, kids, whatever. But I thought it was a little bit more scripted. I did too. But you know what? The whole episode really just makes me miss summer. They're on the boat. They're sipping cocktails outside. Let's go, April showers. I I need the summer. They show them walking into a restaurant with their masks and everything. But it looks to me, nobody really cared about COVID whenever they were filming it. There's a couple of things. How many people came to the party? A gajillion people came to the party. And then everybody was out at Water's Edge, apparently, because that place was packed last summer, too. There's no COVID on the Real Housewives of New Jersey. (laughs) No. So Andy, on Watch What Happens Live, is going to have a special with the Real Housewives children. Correct. And apparently, there's a lot of housewives that are pissed that their kids are not part of the special. Have you heard that? I did. I already heard him say it wasn't Sonia. <laughs> and it wasn't and Lisa Renna. Lisa Renna posted on Instagram, <laughs> not me. It's not which me. I, <laughs> I think is hilarious. But I'm really super excited about that. I am too. Although I have this very strange feeling that it's going to be so much Gia and Melania, you know, the ones that we know. What I'm interested in, Bella and Gigi Hadid were housewife kids. That's kind of cool. And you know, I love Gigi. Dude, Bella and Gigi Hadid are not going to do the Watch What Happens Live special. They are busy. But they got started on the show. Uh, they are too busy. That's why Rinna's kids aren't going to do it either. Speaking of Rinna's kids, do you know that, that uh, the other one, what's her name? I'm not sure which one it is. Well, there's, is, Amelia, is there's Amelia and then there's Delilah. Which, which is the older one is dating Scott. Scott right. From the Kardashians. Scott Desnick. Yeah. What are you talking about? Well, if you would go down my rabbit holes, you would have known this for a long time already. Are they really dating? I'm yeah. like, I- oh, no, no. They're oh really dating. And she's what? 20 years younger than him, right? I don't know how old she is. She's she like must 20. be. 1920. He's and probably he- like, what? 37, 38, probably. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, first of all, he obviously likes younger women. I mean, this is like now his pattern. Well, Courtney was older than him, though. No, but since Courtney, I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah. He started yeah, dating yeah. all the young ones. Yes. Lisa Rinna's happy with this? 
Well, that's the thing that I really don't get. Okay, maybe Lisa Ren is fine, but there's no way Harry Hamlin's fine with this. There's just no way. I always forget about him. <laughs> You're right. Harry Hamlin can't be happy with this. No way. Uh-uh. Mm. You know, I'm only halfway done. I'm on season 10 of the Kardashians because I just started during COVID. But Scott's one of my favorite guys, even though uh, he's so flawed. And he's hilarious. I always say to myself, because no one cares in this house that I'm watching the Kardashians, that the show wouldn't be much without him. Yes, there's all this lifestyle stuff, but he really is such an interesting guy. And his relationship with Courtney has, to me, it's just baffling because she treats him like crap and he stuck around, but thank God he did. But anyway, yeah, so I haven't seen when Courtney and Scott break up yet. So, but obviously I know what he's been doing, but if he was dating my daughter and he was 20 years, I'd be so worried because Scott is made for trouble. He's made for trouble. You and the Kardashians is making me laugh. It's like when you watch the movie Titanic, you know the ending, but you just keep going. You, you're like, yeah, you just keep going. Like, oh yeah, I haven't gotten to the breakup yet. I'm only on season 10. Well, hurry up because Andy's going to do the reunion special. Right now, I'm just very worried about Rob. He hasn't been seen and I'm just worried about him. I know what the Andy as a kid with somebody See what I- but right now I'm worried about Rob. So Andy Cohen is going to host the Keeping Up with the Kardashians reunion on E. The air date has not come out yet, but that's going to be great. I think it's going to be great. But you know what I do find weird about it is, you know who's the producer owner of Kardashians? The show is Ryan Seacrest. So I am actually kind of surprised that he's giving over the reins to Andy for the reunion. I really, before I knew anything about it, assumed there would be a reunion, but I thought Ryan would do it for some reason. I'm excited it's Andy. Andy's going to be much better, in my opinion, because I love everything Andy, but I just, I'm wondering why no Ryan. Maybe because Ryan's eyeball is blowing out of his head because he has too many jobs and can't take on the reunion. He's like the Hadids, very busy. Very busy. busy. (laughs) Because you follow everybody. Did you see that picture this week of Chloe in a bikini that wasn't, I guess, approved by- And and they took it down. Okay. I know because you're following all the seasons, you'll see all the changes. Oh, I can't believe what's changed already. Yeah. And she struggles with her body image, and and I get that, and I believe it. Sometimes I think she's so beautiful. That picture was beautiful enough, everybody. Listen, if I had any of their bodies, I know exactly. I would be naked all the time, all the time. That's what we keep saying, (laughs) right? J Lo, this one, I'd be naked all the time. The thing that bothers me about the fact that she got so upset and that she took it down. Sorry, people, that I'm so far behind. I had no idea that even in the world, the Kardashians are such a big deal. Until I watched the show. I didn't know. Oh, my God. But my point is that there's so many kids that love them. And I just feel like if you put yourself out, they made their fortune being them in the public, being them on Instagram, being them on TV. And you get what you get. I know that she was pissed off that it wasn't an approved photo. But at the end of the day, they're putting out so many pictures. Who can keep track what's approved and what's not approved? I know for work, I'm not sure what's approved half the time. And I'm working on only two projects. They must have 50,000 different social posts a day. And I feel bad for the assistant who screwed up the post or didn't put the filter on or whatever. But so what? Shut up. I know. She looked beautiful. She looked amazing. It was so stupid. It also came out this week, and then we could wrap up the Kardashians because I can't I'm believe we're even talking. I know, <laughs> but uh, it also came out this week that Kim is officially, officially a billionaire. 
I thought she I thought, was already. That's what I was just going to say. I'm like, this is news? I thought she was already. Agree. I have no idea. All right. I, I always thought that she had more money than Kanye. Oh, speaking of Kanye, I was going to save it to the, <laughs> the news. But now that you say the words Kanye, Kanye West. So Netflix, you know, I mean, that's my only rabbit hole. Netflix bought Kanye West's docu-series for $30 million. We get to find out what happened. We get to see the run for presidency. We get to see it all. Will we see? Because of course, I just went to the Kanye and Kim wedding and got gypped because there was no wedding. You see her walking and then no (laughs) wedding. So do we end up finding anything about that part of his life? I don't know, but it's a docu-series. I need to know. I have questions. I'm so happy. (laughs) All right, so stay tuned. We don't know when that's going to be released. Wait, for someone who's such a huge Kanye fan, do you have Yeezys? I do not own Yeezys. I have purchased Yeezys for other people. Okay. And it's not that I'm a huge Kanye fan. I just became obsessed with what was happening to him. (laughs) And I needed to know he was okay. If you're following somebody's life, good, bad, curious, I don't know. You're considered a fan. That's how I am. I have bought Yeezys. Yes, I have. Okay, interesting. All right, let's talk about the challenge. I think not even about really the episode itself, although the episode was amazing. I was freaking out. I was laughing so hard at the end of the episode. I was hoping you would say this. Oh my God. So TJ says, they're all waiting. He says, let's fucking go. And oh, then he says, let's bleeping go. Yes. And <laughs> then, then the final countdown music is blasting in the background. And I swear I had tears in my eyes. Except for there's one. Okay. You could have tears in your eyes. And yes, I was very excited because now we're going to have TJ's final. However, I am really disappointed that there's no the challenge, the final slogan. You know what I mean? In Survivor, the tribe has spoken. We've been waiting for TJ's final. He doesn't have a signature. Well, he said, let's effing go. That's not not signature freeze. That's not it. Let's fucking go. That's all I needed. That's it? No. Disappointing. And also, a couple of things about the episode. Did you notice that when Kyle and Fessy were about to start the hall brawl and TJ puts up that bullhorn ready to start. He hits it, no sound. <laughs> no, I didn't notice. No sound. I replayed it twice. No sound. That tiny little beep, no beep. <laughs> so how'd they start? Great question. It. My new conspiracy theory is about it. The it, horn's bullshit. Has uh, it there for a prop? There's no sound. When they're there competing, I'm telling you, that horn... It's bullshit. You are too much. <laughs> you know, I think that people can play a drinking game. If, if you're listening and you want to have a cocktail like I do in the morning, I feel like you could play a drinking game with how many times you and I have said, TJ, or, <laughs> or the final. They could totally play a drinking game or how many times we've said it. Rich wants us to invent a game called Who's Bugging? <laughs> <laughs> Next time when we're a little bit more ready, we should do a who's bugging (laughs) to make him happy for his birthday. Um, I didn't see the all-stars. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, you want to go back to the horn? No, not not just that. Okay, Amber B, stupidest woman on the planet? Well, I mean, I don't know. I struggle in math. I felt bad for her. Okay, one minute. (laughs) I did. They're struggling in math. 
Yes. And then there's, I don't know that I could do it, but I'm just saying. She literally gave up. She could not do it at all and left her partner in the bottom of a volcano. Well, did she give up or is it like everybody already had finished and they told her, forget it? I'm sure that's what happened. You know, cut the game at some point. I felt bad because if I was doing that and I had to get a math problem, oh, I'd be... Well, she said she's a rookie, but the other part of it is you watch the show. You know you're going to need to know some math, right? Math's not new to the challenge. No, I know. That is true. Yeah, puzzles, math, all that stuff. Yeah. So if you're going to go on the show, maybe brush up on your skills a little bit. That's why my brother Paul should have went on the show. He's so good at math too. I would never make it. Math would slow me down. But (laughs) if I knew math was on, now that I am now a viewer of the challenge, if TJ calls and says, hey, I hear you want to be on the show, I'm going to say, well, you're mistaken. But I will prep my math skills just in case I have to come on. I know. Oh, all right. Anything else you have before we go to All-Stars? The broken finger. Oh, I know. That was gross. And they kept showing it over yeah. and over again. Why? <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to have my morning coffee. I don't know why I need to see his broken finger over and over again. so awesome. <laughs> so gross. I didn't watch the All-Stars. I watched like half of the All-Stars. I have to, I have to go back and watch the rest. Was it good? It's so good. It doesn't even matter. Of course it's It was good. so good because what I'm starting to understand is they keep the same challenges, which I kind of like. So now I know the names. Hall Brawl. But the one where they do the trivia up above the water. So Anissa is the trivia queen. Oh, she knows see, I didn't- the answer to every single trivia question. I saw the guys do it. I didn't see. That's oh, where I stopped. Oh, my God. She is good. Good. I'm happy for her. She is really, really good. Now we know what she's made of. She is Miss Trivia. Oh my God. The shit she knows. It's unbelievable. But that trivia was about the show though, right? All challenge trivia. Okay. Yeah. All challenge trivia. Yeah. But there's 36 seasons. I know. (laughs) That's a lot. I can't remember last year with one big brother. (laughs) God, it's so good. I can't wait. I have something else, which is so good this week. And I know you probably didn't see this because this is definitely some person you don't follow, the one person in the world you don't follow. But Christopher Maloney, you know who he is? I do know who he is. Do you follow him? I don't follow him. I'm not really a big fan of his. I mean, I liked him in Oz, but I never watched SVU. You're bugging. Everyone's a fan (laughs) of him. Okay, who's bugging? Everybody weigh in. Who's bugging? Me or Kay? Everybody loves him. Now, I I stop. I don't love him. Oh, my God. I stopped watching SVU. I used to watch it, and then I stopped it. But he was on for, I think, over a decade, maybe 12 long, seasons. Right, since the beginning. And then he – I don't know if he got written out or he wrote himself out. I don't know. I'm not sure the answer. Okay. But he – was on last week. He returned to Law and Order and people were going crazy. So excited. Eight million people viewed that episode, which, which is huge. Good to get them. eight million people to watch anything now is huge. Right. But that's not what I was obsessed with. What I was obsessed with, even though that's amazing, eight million people, is so they're filming in Parksville, Brooklyn, and somebody takes a photo of him and his butt. His booty looks like something that you've never seen before. In a good way or a bad way? Bootalicious. Bootalicious. Like like you got to see this. So this picture. Is it naked? It's a naked No. Fully clothed, these tight pants. I don't necessarily find him. I mean, he's a good looking guy, but it's not somebody like. 
I think about in that way. George Clooney. No, of course not. So this picture goes viral. And now everyone's obsessed with the booty. And they're calling it these big cakes and booty cakes and like all this (laughs) stuff. And so I can't stop looking at this picture. And then he responds, and obviously a great sport. You know, maybe he's happy about his 8 million viewers, so he's a great sport. But he basically said in his response, big birthday, because he was 60, big boy, 200 pounds, and big means big cakes, meaning his butt. So <laughs> I thought it was amazing. What a great response. But you have to, you have to go and look at his booty. It's not, it's, it's sick. This okay. picture. I'm going to check it out as soon as we're done. I'm telling you, everybody needs to check it out. I think I have to watch that episode. I didn't watch it, but I feel like I need to be one of the 8 million. Well, then you'll be 8 million and one. Yeah, 8 million and one. <laughs> right. And the other thing, which I knew you, you don't follow Christopher Maloney, who's amazing in his booty, but you definitely follow Kelly Clarkson. And what of she course said. I do. Of so course I do. tell everybody what she said this week. <laughs> well, you know, I love toilet humor of any kind. <laughs> so Kelly Clarkson was interviewing Clint Black on her show. And he has a show. I forget the name of it, but he was interviewing Sarah Evans on his show. So he's telling Kelly the story that Sarah Evans was talking about the fact that she had a pee really bad one day when she was performing on stage. And so the whole topic of does, you know, does that happen often where you're on stage and you have to go to the bathroom? And so Kelly proceeds to tell Clint Black and you can see on his face that he was so not prepared for how forthcoming Kelly is. But she proceeds to basically say that not only has that happened to her on stage, but it happened where she had to go poop so bad because she had like some stomach issues that she had to run off stage and grab a trash can and poop in the trash can. So gross. (laughs) Why? Always thought about this. A lot of times when you go to concerts, the concert's not that long. And many times they do costume changes or there's a break and whatever. And you assume, okay, they're going to the bathroom, taking a shower, whatever. They're sweaty. But what if they had sushi for dinner that night before the show and it was bad sushi and something happened? You just never know when one of those old pain moments comes and you got to get to a toilet. And if I'm in front of 20,000 fans and I got to get back on stage, what am I going to do? I'm going to poop in a trash can. I just don't think about these things. And <laughs> Kelly Clarkson, <laughs> all right, Kelly. I mean, look, she puts it out there. She, she really does. I love that story so much. It's so funny to me. Uh, all right, good. Especially that- because you have to assume that, you know, if you're running off stage to change your clothes or for break or whatever, that there's a thousand million people working behind stage. So she's not only like pooping in a trash can, but who's watching this happen? And let's just say, who's responsible for cleaning up the trash can? Oh my God, gross. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Oh, I, need- <laughs> I have a game for you in honor of Prince Philip. Okay, we will hold the who's bugging game for the future. Exactly. (laughs) So I have a game, three truths and a lie about Prince Philip. Meanwhile, let me just say this. You could have a million games. There's, this guy is so interesting. His story is so interesting. I think that people really need to learn more if you don't already know more about Prince Philip. I only know about Prince Philip from the show The Crown. That's all all I really know. (laughs) All right, well, let's see how you do. Ready? Okay. Some of these were in The Crown, so maybe maybe I'll do good. Okay. So first one, his mom was in a mental institution. Second one, he is the queen's third cousin. Okay. Next one, his sisters were part of the royal wedding. And the last one, he is the first person of the royal family to be interviewed on television. Oh my gosh. Okay. I think 
the lie. It can't be that he's the first person to be interviewed on television, but television started so long ago and he was around for the beginning of television. Would he be the first or would the queen be the first? He's maybe the queen nine. So right. It's like in order of importance, maybe he's like, maybe I'll try it out and see how <laughs> I do. And then we could let her majesty do it after me. That's the one I think I struggle with because I feel like the queen's the queen and they would never do. I'm going to stick with it. The lie is that he was the first person in the Royal family to be on TV. You are incorrect. Damn it. I have he, such a good theory. He was the first person, which I think is fascinating, right? Not the queen. Yeah. Yeah. First person of the Royal family to be interviewed on television. His mom was, in a mental institution that, I that, was, that was shown on the crown yes he is the queen's third cousin oh really no yeah. wonder why there's such wacky shit going on in the royal family so the lie is about his sisters being part of the wedding and what's interesting about that is he had three sisters that were alive when he got married and all three of them happened to marry german nobles okay and because there was so much anti-German sentiment in uh-huh. Great Britain at the time, they were not allowed to attend. Wow, juicy. So they didn't attend at all. Are they friends now? Or I don't know. I, that's why I got to keep researching uh, Philip's life. Okay. Wow. Good all juice. right. I'm lifting my beer, Philip, up in, <laughs> in your here. Yankees <laughs> Have a good day. Love ya. Love ya. If you need to talk to us, check us out on Gmail at we need to talk pod 2020 at gmail.com. Facebook, we need to talk the number two. Instagram, we need to talk podcast. And Twitter at need to talk pod. And of course, check us out on any of your podcast platforms. Rank us, leave a review. Thanks.